0: My handle is Jonathan Blade. All right, welcome to my cast. Um, So my son and I just got finished watching uh, Buckaroo Bonsai, uh, an infamous 80s movie, a cult classic, a movie I've never seen. Uh, This movie was crazy as hell, so I thought I'd sit down with... uh, with my boy and talk about it for a second. What'd you think, Grayson?
1: It was so dumb. Yes. Everything it. about it was so dumb. <laughs> Nothing made sense in the movie. I had no idea what was going on the entire movie. So, Nothing in that movie made sense at all. Everything looked fake. They didn't even try to hide the stunt devils. Everything looked stupid.
0: Yes, everything did look stupid, but intentionally so. So, uh, as People I said. <laughs> getting shot by guns was like, do this weird shaking thing. Yes, everybody did the Uncharted flail. Uh, I don't know if you have ever played Uncharted, but in the first Uncharted, everybody dies exactly like that. Like, everybody dies they in They do this, this weird flail thing uh, when they get shot. And then they fall off of stuff, yes. Even if there's no place to fall off of, they're going to fall off of it. Nathan! <laughs> uh, so, here's the thing. My go Just straight out. My thing about this movie is that uh, if I'd watched this movie by myself, I would be miserable. It is garbage. It is trash. Maybe intentionally so. Uh, they're going for a certain aesthetic. I'm sure that they achieve it. Would have hated it. But as a movie to watch with somebody, it's fantastic. If, if my son was old enough to drink, we would be drunk and just dying laughing right now because of how, uh, ridiculous this movie is.
1: It's the kind of movie you watch, but you don't actually watch it. You just watch it to make fun of it with your friends. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and that that's not a bad time. Um, lots of classic actors in this: Jeff Goldblum, uh, Peter Weller. Um, I forget what the the actor's name is, but he's he's a famous voice actor now. He does the voice of uh, of uh, Lex Luthor in the um, the Superman and Justice League series from the early 2000s. But yeah, just all kinds of incredible John Lithgow's in it, Dan Hedaya's in it, just random insanely random actors it was such a good time also so stupid so I've watched extended breakdowns of this movie and you still had no idea what was happening and I had no idea what was going on it was crazy Um, hard to follow Uh, on the plus side roles for black people like I said in in the early 80s there weren't a whole lot of roles for for lots of black people in any given movie, but this one had, had pretty ridiculous roles. But I don't know, I, I wouldn't want to be in a movie like this. <laughs> yeah, I feel like none of the famous actors should have wanted to be in it, but they were, so that's a thing, right? I'm sure that no. kid grew up traumatized to have it, like, can you imagine his friends after seeing him in that movie? The, the, the oh black yeah, actor? The, the kid who, who had the gun. Yeah, he'd go to school thinking that he was going to be the most popular kid in school after that, and... No, no, just just, <laughs> just, getting his butt kicked every day, just every day for being in that terrible, terrible movie, but fun.
1: I mean, the standards, I guess, were pretty low back then, if I'm being honest. Maybe people enjoyed it back then.
0: Oh, uh, it, It's possible. So, <clears throat> we're talking about this movie. I think it came out in 83, maybe. I remember it being advertised in, uh, in comic books. And uh, seeing trailers for it on TV and wanting my mother to take me. And oh, she, she definitely did not do that. And it's probably good that she didn't. But uh, can you do a quick synopsis of what this movie's about just from having watched it right now?
1: <laughs> they're, they're trying... So they make some 8th dimension car or something. It looks like the 1960s Batman car and the Ghostbusters car and the DeLorean like fused together. They can go to different dimensions or something with it. And it runs on some kind of flux capacitor fusion thing. And some aliens want it or something. This weird MacGuffin, and I don't even know what it does. I don't even know what the villain's intentions are exactly.
0: They have the world's worst Italian accent, or...
1: I couldn't tell what his accent was. It was terrible. John Lithgow
0: was the uh It sounded main... like he was
1: gargling water while he was
0: talking... <laughs> i see (laughs) you in hell. John Lithgow is the main antagonist of the film, and uh, I'm not 100% sure what his deal is either, but he's doing this offensively bad Italian accent, and I'm sure that that is also quite purposeful, but it is... Like, were I an Italian person, I would have complaints about this movie. Uh, Also... For some reason, Peter Weller, as Buckaroo Banzai, is playing a half-Japanese character, which uh, I know they, they love to do that kind of stuff in the 80s, but he's it not... Didn't, it didn't mean anything. <laughs> it didn't mean he anything. He was half-Japanese for no reason. And he's, he's not even... He doesn't look Japanese. He's not kind of Japanese. He I wasn't think...
1: even doing any martial arts. It said in the opening <laughs> that he's a martial arts master. He's like a karate 80s action guy, but he does he never does anything like that. He never does anything at all. There's no point for him to be half Japanese
0: at all. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Maybe the, uh, the 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 Zen nature of the uh, the Japanese culture is supposed to explain his very flat acting, his his dead affect. Um, it, once again, all probably super purposeful, but yeah, this movie was bonkers. They made him half
1: Japanese. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Just make his hair really black. Like Sean Connery. Did people actually years do this earlier. back then? Do what? Huh? The the weird Japanese
0: thing. It's weird. It, it doesn't make any it sense. It's weird and uh, it also borderline offensive. It was the 80s, man. Why? Were they all weebs back then or something? Uh, whatever that means, probably. Uh, oh, Carl Lumbee was in this movie. He played an alien. If you don't know who Carl Lumbee is, he was uh, in a TV show called Mantis. Uh, he was also the voice of uh, John Jones the Martian Manhunter in the Justice League cartoon, and uh, I don't know what he's, he's an alien, I don't know what he's doing, but he's got, like, the palsy for some reason, I know the other aliens have palsy, but in all his scenes, his hands are just a shaking. it's,
1: he has, (laughs) like, the Michael J. Fox disease, Parkinson's, his his hands are always shaking, it, it is
0: a very, very odd acting choice, and it just adds to the 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 bonkers nature of this movie. I don't know what anybody was doing at any given time. Jeff Goldblum is is gold blooming it up in here, but I feel like even he's like I don't I don't know what I'm doing in this movie, you know? cause he didn't really he didn't really have anything to do. He was just kind of there. I think they were looking for unique personalities to to make the movie sparkle, but it almost didn't need them. It had all these character actors just. Uh, People that you see across 80s movies that play weird guys, and they're all in this movie. And it is nuts. It is, it's so much to take. And I can't even do, like, an analysis on this movie. Almost
1: all the characters were absolutely forgettable. Characters would just pop in and pop out, and you wouldn't even know why they're there. Like that, like that weird, ugly girl who was there for, like, no... Why was she even there? (laughs) She had no purpose (laughs) of being in the movie in the
0: first place. It, It served a couple purposes. It helps you establish that your main character is not gay because that was important for some reason. So, but also, uh, the love interest is there to uh, try to maximize. They, like in any given movie, they're like, "We need something in here for the women," and they consider that the thing in there for the women. I feel like that'd be offensive to the women. The movie's offensive to everybody. They, uh, <laughs> like my thing is, that if you're gonna make a dudes movie like this, you probably need some something in there for the dudes first. And uh, it didn't have that either. But it was, it was so bonkers it didn't matter. This is the the main crazy. character
1: i don't even understand he was like a scientist and a vigilante and a comic book guy and like a genius he was a political guy he was everything except he did like literally nothing the entire movie <laughs> he was supposed to be everything so i thought this would be the kind of like 80s action movie that'd be like ultra violent and stuff but the movie was actually pretty boring the main character does absolutely nothing the entire time and he's described to be—he's described to be this awesome guy that doesn't do awesome stuff.
0: See, I wouldn't actually call it boring. I thought his pacing was—it um, was pretty. It was a pretty quickly paced movie. There was always something going on. It's just like that something movie, was going on. Didn't like make sense. Like the movie
1: moved fast and nothing was making sense. I had no idea what was going on. Characters were appearing and disappearing, like glitching out of existence,
0: <laughs> and then they'd come back later. It doesn't make sense. They're going for a certain kind of aesthetic. Like a throwback to uh, serialized pulp material, and uh, Bob Chipman, his his analysis is that uh, this movie is presented in such a way that it takes place mid-story. So, say you're you're reading like the Fantastic Four, or whatever. This is issue 87. So you are many many storylines in past. Uh, all kinds of adventures that, that are hinted at, but you never see. Like, they introduce some, um...
1: I tried to read Ahead in the Fantastic Four once, and I
0: never read it again. Oh, I love the Fantastic Four. I didn't like it, because yeah. I didn't start
1: with issue one. I started with, like, issue 80-something. Well, you just you have to start with a because particular storyline. Because at the time, I didn't, I didn't um, read it online. Instead, I just went to that big box of comics you had, mm-hmm. because my phone was dead. I was looking for something to read, and I saw the Fantastic Four. And I, I had no idea what was going on, and I just gave up, and I went to Red Iron Man instead.
0: You have to, uh, you get with me. You let me know um, where you want to start. I'll start you with a, sp- a specific story. Because uh, dep- he told me how it was good. Depending and on I the, read it, I had no writer. idea what was going on. Any book, it, it just depends on the writer. Back to the movie. Yeah, we've gotten very off topic. Let's get back it, to it, this terrible movie. It, it's fine. It's fine. Because I don't know if there's a whole lot more to say about the movie. Um. This is probably your first time experiencing, uh, like a lot of effects on that level. Like uh, my son is a huge fan of the Back to the Future movies, but they're a little uh, higher quality than Buckaroo Banzai is. Star Wars came
1: out like three years ago, and it looks infinitely better yeah, than this. Yeah, well, the, were this, they on a budget of like two dollars when they didn't made have this? industrial
0: lights and magic behind it. So, but yes, it is. It, the effects are terrible. Looking and anymore. then, good lord, when the ships came,
1: like these weird, like. Ships—they looked like aliens
0: from Starcraft too. They all looked like Zerg aliens. Yeah, the the organic style that they're trying for the technology is kind of obscene looking. Uh, it, it looks like it, a corrupted ship from Starcraft yeah, too. It, it looked like syphilis. it looks so yeah, terrible. It, it was pretty gross.
1: And then the punching effects, when the people were getting punched (laughs) and kicked, sounded like someone was hitting a pillow.
0: And the 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 slow kick. The
1: slow
0: slow kick, the slow punch.
1: And that one scene when that guy jumped out of nowhere in the middle of the fight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They were were just randomly fighting and some guy just jumped. Yeah. He just jumped out of nowhere. Oh, that was kind of wonderful. Uh, So... So we're laughing at this stuff, because it, it's all bad, but you know what? It's a good time. It, it's, it's so terrible. It it was so terribly fun. It was fun.
1: You'd be able to make more sense out of a Fast and Furious
0: movie, honestly. Uh, that is not untrue. So I liked Seven. Seven was ridiculous. It had a bunch of stuff that didn't make any sense. But I liked Seven. It was over the top in a way that kind of worked. <laughs> and then Eight kind of doubled down on that, but it didn't work. And I'd have to go back and watch both of them to, to understand why. I don't but, ever want to go back and watch. But any of eight those was movies. garbage. All those movies are garbage. Well, they're they're entertainment movies. They don't have to be good. They're but... like
1: movies you see once and you talk about it with your friends for a little bit and then you just forget about it. The only reason people cared about Seven, um, Seven at school is because Paul Walker died when Seven came out, yeah, that's and that's funny. the only reason everyone was talking about
0: it. Yeah, and also because they have a respect and love for family. We're a family. <laughs> We're family.
1: We ride together and die together <laughs> as a family. <laughs> <So dumb. laughs> Infinitely stupid.
0: Yeah. Oh, but also uh, a little bit wonderful. So I guess I guess we, we're done with Buckaroo Bonsai. Um, like yeah, I said, for, for me, that was a good time. I'm glad I watched it with my boy. Um, I would not want to watch it by myself ever, and I'm glad that I didn't sit down and watch it by myself. Because it would have been angry at all the freaking nerds who uh, have these blinders on for uh, this nostalgic garbage. This was a terrible movie. Like, people I know actually it's no like this? People love it. Jesus Christ. No, it, it's one of those movies that you go to a midnight movie with, you know, a hundred of your best friends, and you guys just watch it, and you just have a good time laughing uh, through the movie, like the movie lines and stuff. I guess let me put it this way. As an actual movie,
1: it gets like a 0 out of 10. But then as like a comedy movie, it gets 10 across the board. (laughs) All 10s across the board.
0: No, as a comedy, it's also terrible. But as an experience, uh, yeah, it it gets a high score. Not a 10, because it's trash. But yeah, it gets a high score. It's so trash, it's funny. (laughs)
1: It's like when you're watching a horror movie with your friends... But the entire time, you're just complaining about how everyone is acting like an idiot the entire movie.
0: It is a lot like that. So, this has been Jonathan Blade. My handle is Jonathan Blade. This is my first guest and the best guest of all time, my boy Grayson. Uh, Thanks for listening. My handle is Jonathan Blade.